Hi everyone, Uma here and we are off Glamour. So right now we're going to continue the discussion from the past episode. We're talking about kinks, fetishes, and everything in between, if there is anything in between. So uh, in the last episode, we talked about an A to Z list from Glamour magazine slash uh, website uh, about kinks and fetishes. So now uh, we're getting to the point where we're not just listing them and, you know, rating them. Now it's all about discussing them. So, you know, I had a lot of remarks that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't want to get off the road of ranking and, you know, stuff like that. But um, I talked about basically um, a lot of these kinks and fetishes not coming from a place of just like pure eroticism and sexual interest, but a lot of them actually coming from this psychological place, from this um, place of vulnerability and probably past trauma or interest, you know, to like develop yourself and stuff like that. So I wanted to talk also about how BDSM is related to who we are as human beings and what we become, what we turn into, or what we want to become. For this, I would like to use my personal experience, of course, personal stories. Um, I would like to use my personal experience of being a, what you would call a dominatrix. Now, for those who don't know, but you probably learned it in the last episode, I'm just kidding. Most of us actually know these terms already. Like a lot of people who are on internet, we literally just know all of these things. But I I just want to always be sure because there might be people who literally don't know, who don't do these kind of things. So they're just like, what are you talking about? All of this lingo, this vocabulary, the discourse and things like that. Dominatrix is a woman who is dominating, basically. A woman who is either humiliating physically or... Um, intellectually physically or verbally or in any way um she's dominating another person or a number of people so how did i get into it um it was a few years ago actually and um i was a young girl i was just starting off my life no actually um i had been through some bad shit like when it comes to, like world problems it would be a first world problem, you know, but I went through some personal shit like that involved, you know, like um, a very unhappy and requited love, somebody like, you know, toxically exploiting me. And then, you know, a lot of my friends got in fights and it was just like this huge drama, like almost like a TV show kind of drama that went on and, you know, ruined my life for that period of time. So I kind of cut off contact with anyone that I knew just except my family, of course, and some friends that were not related to all of that. But I was feeling extremely alone. And most importantly, I was feeling really weak and powerless. I was feeling like nothing. Everything that I've, I've been through with that guy, with my friends, I felt like a fucking fool. Like people had been fooling me all along. Like, I was this idiot that anybody, you know, could like step onto and a lot of my past trauma from bullying, from being, you know, shit on basically came back and I felt like an idiot. And I spend uh, probably half a year just like being by myself, cultivating my own being, let's say. Um, I went to the seaside. 
I, you know, got on a healthy diet. I started like living my best life and stuff like that. But I was really unhappy and I was just trying to pull myself out of that shithole basically. But it would look to someone like I was doing that wellness stuff and stuff like that. So basically, um, I started because that's what I do. I noticed that I was lacking power, really. And I knew how to call it. You know, I was not, you know, wondering what was going on with me. I knew what to call it. I was lacking power. And I started Googling, as you do when you're in deep problems and you're like personal conflicts and, you know, all that stuff. I started Googling what is power? Why do people want power? How do they retain it? How do they get it? Just like all of this uh, theory of power that's related to philosophy, sociology, psychology, like this interdisciplinary study of power. So I can get over that fucking asshole. <laughs> Basically, I could have, I swear to God, like I could have written, I probably have written actually like a dissertation on it too. Like that's what I do when I get in a bad headspace. I start like writing academic papers, honestly. <laughs> no, I could have written literally a dissertation on what power is this interdisciplinary multi-sectoral approach to who we are as human beings, why we need power, why we want power, how do we get it and how do we retain it and what is, you know, what it means for us. Um, I explored a lot. I explored all kinds of things and then you know what happened. Well, you literally know, like I ended up on some porn sites. Like, I don't, I don't know. Did I actually like, did I go down the rabbit hole or I just went on a porn site? Like I, I might've just like, I might've just like, you know, <laughs> went on a porn site that it was not related to my research at all. No, but actually it was. And I found a lot of BDSM stuff and I knew what it was, you know, I wasn't like, Oh my God, what is this? But, um, I know what it was, but it just sort of sparked my imagination because it was, you know, connected to the things that I was researching before. It was something that I needed in that moment. And I started watching a lot of videos of women dominating men, just like humiliating them, like from A to Z, just like doing anything they can to humiliate them. And I was really happy. It wasn't even to get off. I was just feeling this sort of like calming feeling like, oh my God, I wish I was this bad fucking bitch, you know, because all of these dudes, they were just like regular dudes. And, um, I thought like, if I could become this, like I could get over anything that happened to me, you know? And yeah, that's what I started doing. I began my little, you know, self discovery, not really self-discovery, honestly, self-transformation into a dominatrix or as I called myself, Miss Prim. Now, Miss Prim is a character from the novel of Paolo Coelho, a writer. And she's not like a dominatrix or anything. I just like the words. Like, I love the name. And um, I started off slow, just sort of, you know how you, like when you're trying to become something, you're not going that fast. You're, You're unaware. You're sort of like unsure of whether or not you could fit into that role. You're sort of exploring. So I started with, kind of like wearing things that were more black, bad bitchy, moving on to leather. I bought a lot of leather stuff, like leather boots, leather jacket, leather skirt, 
putting these things on by myself, sort of like feeling myself, looking at all these women, like how do they hold themselves? All of them had like chins up. They were, you know, like standing proudly and stuff like that. And I was just, you know, playing around, practicing acting and stuff like that. Then, you know, I moved slowly into bondage, like knots, tying knots. I literally took out, we had like an old tent. I think it it worked up to that point, but we had a huge tent in my house somewhere, you know, like stored. And I took it out and I took all the ropes from the tent. Like you need ropes to set up a tent. I took the ropes and I just played with them. Like I tied knots and practiced on like chairs and stuff like that. So all of these things were like bit by bit sort of making me feel more and more powerful. Like every time I would put on those clothes, every time that I would tie this knot, I would feel this sort of adrenaline rush slash calming feeling. I know it sounds kind of, you know, like it's completely opposite feelings that I was having, but I was literally having both of these feelings. Like first it was like this fire through me. And then I was like, "Mm." you know, like a, a growl, like a deep alpha growl, like, mm. first it was like, ah, and then mm. it was interesting. Like, just the fact that I have to explain it with, you know, extremely weird sounds means that I was feeling something weird and amazing. Yeah, so this sort of got me into this entire experience, this entire culture, but as it happens when you get into things like this. You can't really stay in your room doing it all by yourself. I had to get out and get this feeling out into the real world. I started with going out in these clothes. I was walking around and feeling like my power come out of me. I was exuding this strength and it was affecting everyone around me. At least that's what I thought so. Like when I would see person on the street I would walk by them with my chin raised up and I would feel like they will they would like stutter or like I don't shiver next to me and I felt amazing and then it went further I went on FetLife which is a website for fetishes kinks and all that stuff I'm getting Viber messages all while I'm having like a a great reminiscing moment about all this stuff um basically I uh, signed up on the website to find people in my area who are into that stuff, just so I could sort of, not necessarily because I was having like sexual thoughts about it. For me, it was not sexual at all. This is something that I want everyone to understand, that a lot of these things are not sexual at all in nature. For me, it was all about actual feelings of power and like, It was nothing related to turning myself on or others, but I understood definitely that people approach it as a sexual thing as well. So I didn't really mind, like, doesn't matter why people, if people connect with me for sexual reasons, I need them for my power reasons. So it's like, you know, win-win situation. I got into these kind of conversations with all of these dudes and it's strange, honestly. Like, I'm going to be honest, at that point, I was like 18 years old. And I honestly did not know what was happening in my life. I did not know what I was doing. But it's strange, like, 
you were a hurt 18 year old girl who got everything in her life fucked up and then suddenly you're having these people yeah so i had to go pee yet again but um let me continue i think i remember where i was so you have this 18 year old girl who has went through shit who was feeling powerful powerless and suddenly she is having all these people just succumb to her they're all powerless they're all nothing and she is like the badass bitch goddess to them and in this kind of situation um i would be lying if i said it wasn't amazing literally like feeling of power it does not have to be sexual at all like a lot of people would in interpret all of this like sexual attraction but for me and a lot of people that i've talked with it had nothing to do with sex at all. It was mainly just psychological. And usually it was, you know, focused on getting over a certain trauma or just getting over a part of yourself that you sort of want to forget and stuff like that. So what happened is I just sort of went on with my life and I started sort of incorporating all of these situations into my everyday life. Um, but I was not ready to like, do anything technically because let's remember i was an 18 year old girl who didn't know anything and who was scared as fuck let you know and i was not ready to be that person that i was trying to become so the opportunity for me to actually implement everything that i've been training myself for came pretty quickly how did it happen it was actually a weird, almost coincidental encounter that happened in front of a shopping mall during the night. So that was my first and only time that I actually was an actual real life dominatrix. And that was when a completely strange person met me. No, let me just explain what it was like. So I sat there knowing that I was going to see someone. Basically, I was all in my mood. I was all leather boots, bad bitch. I'm going to slap the shit out of anyone I see kind of mood. But then, you know, what I see across me, of course, my friend was somewhere in the you know background, just sort of waiting and looking at things and just, you know, there for safety. But what I saw was like a... I would say 35 to 40 year old guy coming towards me. And this dude literally looked like he was fucking insane. First of all, like, I'm not saying this um, in a way where like I'm insulting someone and stuff like that. He looked like he was literally insane. Then he was buff as fuck. This dude was huge. You know, it's not like this little tiny skinny guy was coming towards me and saying like, oh, dominate me and stuff like that. No, this was a huge buff guy with insane, crazy eyes. And he was like, I think he has a, had a buzz cut or something. And I was really afraid. Now, a lot of people say like, but you prepared yourself for this. I like watched videos and I was like getting in the mood for all these things before. But it has nothing to do with the moment you actually encounter a real life situation and a real life person that you would have to do something like that with. So I see this dude and I'm scared shitless. I literally want to run away, you know, in my leather boots, like all in black, red lipstick on. I want to like 
sprint away from this place and say like, no, I'm not going to be dominating anyone tonight. But the fact is, you know, when you're a person like me, you don't like to be a pussy, you know, and um, you think like, okay, I'm going to pull this one through. Everyone's going to be a little bitch next to me and stuff like that. And of course, we have to remember that I had to overcome these issues that I've been through and these traumas and stuff like that. And for me, this was like the final milestone that was going to prove that I was above all these bastards and bitches that shit on me and that, you know, tried to ruin my life. So I just stood there, my chin high, me basically acting and performing. Like, it was not me feeling powerful as fuck, let me tell you. And if you try anything like this in a space that is not completely safe, you as a dominating person will be scared. Like, it's not going to be the person that's coming to you like a puppy that's going to be scared. It's going to be you, dude. Maybe you're like an amazing Avengers kind of type of person. But for me, I was the one feeling the fear. And I am not, you know, a small, cute, submissive person who's really afraid. You know, I'm not that kind of person. But I was really scared. So basically, I had this dude approach me. And we didn't really have like a formal introduction or anything like that because why the fuck would you need one? But basically what went on is that he told me to give him like a girl name and then my act of pretending was like I gave him the girl name and I was talking like a bad bitch and stuff like that. And I was like, your name's going to be Lily and things like that. But dude, like I almost threw up as I said that. But yeah. It was just me being a bad bitch. I think he didn't realize that I was scared, which is very important for me. So I think it's very important to preach altogether that if you pretend really well that you're not scared, people are not going to notice. They cannot read your mind. So that's a nice message, you know, nice thing to remember from all of this. But basically... Uh, he started like giving me instructions, which was the first really weird red flag that I saw. Like he was like, you know, do this to me, do that, you know, like hit me with your foot and stuff like that. And then pretty soon, thankfully, I realized that, you know, what kind of a dominatrix am I if I'm literally just following a dude's instructions? And this is going to bring me back to something else you know, afterwards. But um, first of all, like, what kind of a dominatrix am I if I'm doing everything that he's saying? So I realized, okay, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, fuck no, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And we sort of had like a little session, if you could call it that way, in front of the shopping mall. Nothing bad happened. This crazy dude just, you know, wanted what he wanted. And soon enough, all of this was finished. He went home happy and humiliated. And I went home happy and powerful and all that shit. But um, what I learned from this, first of all, like, let me sum- summarize the part where sometimes like BDSM practices and anything like that can be used as a form of psychological coping mechanism. So that's why it was called like the episode before in this one too, and other means of escape, like fetishes, kings, and other means of escape. It's very important for me to note, I mean, it might not be everyone's experience, for, but for me personally, uh, a lot of these things are sort of um, sublime manifestations of what you're feeling deeply inside, 
your vulnerabilities, your fears and stuff like that. So you have two ends of the spectrum. You have on one side people who are manifesting their deepest vulnerabilities, maybe trauma and stuff like that through being aggressive, dominating, seeking power. And you on the other side have people who are, as I mentioned before, sort of liberating themselves through being submissive, like hearing slurs and being hit, for example, in a safe space gives them this liberating feeling of they're owning it now and stuff like that. There are a lot of theories about this. Like, I have to say, a lot of people are now, you know, promoting kink and all of that stuff as therapy. And I have to say, just a disclaimer, it is not a recognized form of therapy. Like your therapist might be saying, like, it's cool, dude, do it, you know, if it's helping you. But um, I'm hugely against this entire, you know, idea of like therapy is anything that's helping you. Because this idea of what is helping me is very relative. Like, what is help? What is to be better? And stuff like that. But we're not going to discuss that. But um, what's very important to note, as I said, is that a lot of these things that we're doing as human beings and that we're looking for are stemming from places of insecurity, of fear, of needs that are beyond just being sexually attracted. And it's very important for me to like say this over and over again. Most of the time when people really get into these kind of lifestyles and cultures, like really ideologically, not just like trying things out, it is because they're curing or overcoming a part of themselves or they're just coping, you know, with certain things. So <clears throat> I personally had this, this experience, which was not necessarily means of escape, but it was just a way for me to overcome certain part of myself. And um, I had another insight from this experience and I really wanted to talk about it for a long time, but I never really got the chance to. It might not be related to what I was talking about before, but this thing is this huge problem of misogyny inside of this community and behaviors. Now, what does this mean? This basically means that um, I painted a picture of this dude coming and being submissive to me, you know? It might not even be misogyny. Let's just say like it's things not being the way, they, the way they're supposed to be. So you have me who is like a dominatrix who's powerful and supposed to be dictating the situation. And you have a dude who is supposedly submissive but literally he is dictating what i am doing and i think a great um you know representation of this is the roman polanski venus and furs film which basically shows a situation where the submissive guy wants certain things from a dominating woman but he wants them his way and when she starts going out of line with his requests He's, it, it, it's sort of revealed that actually he is the one dominating the situation. So it's very important to note that when we think of like people who are dominating and people who are submissive, it's not usually what it looks like, you know, at first, at first sight, you know, because most of the time you will have a lot of submissive people who are actually dictating the situation. And I'm using this just like warn people, especially warn women who get into these kind of things 
that the dudes that you're doing it with, if they're submissive, supposedly, they will not be laying at your feet. These dudes will be doing everything they want and everything, they will be doing everything correctly while you're doing the things they want you to do. But a true form of domineering and dominating, domineering women and dominating would be if you were to do whatever you want to do, and this is not allowed for you, and mo most of the time, I'm not talking about all experiences. So it's really important to note that, you know, a lot of people when they're, when they want to, you know, submit, when they want to be slaves to someone and stuff like that, they want to dictate the situation, you know, and it comes from their place of wanting power, and they want power through arranging a situation for themselves to be humiliated in a way which they will like and accept and which will, you know, they will benefit from it, basically. So it's very important to understand that. And as for altogether, like the things we talked about in the past uh, episode, um, I think basically like people are just doing all they can to entertain themselves in times and lives that are profoundly boring. What does this mean? It basically means that, like, you have a lot of it, like, you're a human being. You have a shitload of insecurities, fears, problems. You don't know how to deal with yourself. You don't know how to cope with your life. Everything is horrible. You're constantly having to create illusions for yourself that you're, like, living your best life and shit, but you're actually not and stuff like that. And then you have to, you know get entwined in these ideological patterns and you have to start living a specific lifestyle you have to start trying crazy things out just so you can find a comfort zone or just so you can find a feeling of being absolutely alive and living your life while you're actually attempting to live a life of moderate commodity in a very bad system and i'm telling you that wherever you live like you're living this life probably there are a lot of people who are privileged or a lot of people who are not and stuff like that but everyone is feeling like shit most of the time that are just a matter of fact you know and all of these things when i say means of means of escape everything basically is means of escape or a means of transformation so i think it's important for us uh, when we're exploring all of these things, when we're getting into these kinks, fetishes, exploration, weird spaces on the internet and in real life, it's extremely important for all of us, apart from knowing what those things are like, it's important for us to know what we are like and to know where does this need stem from. Now, what this means is basically, dude, if you're like, into a monster ripping your head off and then shoving it into your ass you have to ask yourself apart from like being like oh yeah whatever shakes your boat loving it yeah good for you babes you know as long as it's consensual as long as you all love it and stuff like that i mean it's fine dude like anyone can do whatever the fuck they want you know it's that kind of a system we live in but but i would suggest everyone ask themselves why do I want this? Why am I turned on by this? Because when you delve deeper into why you like things and why you're attracted to something, you will definitely find out more about yourself 
about your own experiences and about what your needs are for the future and for transformation of your being. So this was, I don't know, was it long or was it short? I have no clue anymore, but um, I hope you enjoyed it. I told you, if you're listening to this, follow me on Instagram, T-K-A-N-E-I-N-A, so you can spark any kind of discussion because Spotify doesn't allow for discussion. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and thank you for listening. Bye.